Hello, friends, and welcome to The Chris Show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this last weekend was a whole new experience for me. It was the <laughs> it was the dance recital for the studio that my girls take ballet from. Now, my girls are currently five and three years old. So they had they had their one song that they did and the very, very end. So it was it was minimal for them. Very cute. They were adorable. Mila, my three-year-old, was the one that you, when you picture a kid's dance recital, like a little kid's dance recital, and you picture there's always that one kid who is not following the teacher at all and just staring off into space and completely enthralled by the lights and the music and just everything else going on around behind them, except for the instructor. That was Mila. And I'm going to tell you right here and right now, it was stinking adorable. And I wanted to stand up and shout, that's that's my kid. Hayden did great too. She's just older and she was actually following the teacher. They both did. They both did wonderful. And shout out to the teacher for thinking and having the, the wherewithal to remember that a lot of us are filming our kids. And so the fact that they put them right next to each other in this line of, I don't know, 12, 11 kids was very thoughtful. So thank you for doing that. Anyway, but this was a whole new experience for me. <laughs> and I have, I have a new respect for dance moms. And here's the thing is that it wasn't even, I was, okay, rewind. Dance. My kids love dance. And I want them, I want them to dance. If, they, if that's what they want to do, that's great. I will support them. They have expressed to me many times that they want to someday be in the Disneyland parade. They want to be one of the dancers. And I explain to them that if they want to do that, great. But realizing that they have to start here, which is where we're at. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you where we're at. We are at this not so sweet spot where my kids love dance and they love going and they love it once they're actually there with their friends, but they have no concept of time and of how long it takes to get there and how long it takes to get ready. And they don't know how to put on their tights and their leotard and their shoes by themselves yet. So let's just say this whole year of ballet up to the point of after after I get them to the class and they're in the class, once I've gotten them to the recital and they're at the recital, awesome. The half hour, 45 minutes before all of those times have been some of the most harrowing experiences of my life. It has taught me a lot about patience and about how I lack patience. <laughs> And I keep telling myself that eventually it will be different. Eventually they will be self-motivated to go to the things that they want to do and that they will be able to get themselves ready. And I just look forward to that time. Now, if that doesn't actually happen, don't tell me. Let me live in this little la-la land where I think that it's going to, it's going to get easier <laughs> because that's what's getting me through. But all that to say, lots of respect for dance moms. Lots of respect for me. I'm going to throw myself in there and my friends who also had kids in this class. Like, guys, we did it. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back for that because we did it. And for that recital, you know, it's, uh, yeah, 
now that's now that it's all over, I can say it was worth it because I have a couple months of summer where I don't have to get them into ballet tights or leotards. I could probably teach them how to put on their own tights and their own leotards, but that's just not something I want to think about right now. What I do want to think about right now is the topic for my podcast today. <laughs> we're gonna bring this all the way around. So we're talking about punctuality. You know how when you go into a job interview, they ask you, what are your three biggest strengths and three biggest weaknesses? For me, call me prideful, coming up with strengths was not that hard. It really wasn't. Coming up with weaknesses, I, I'm i not going to say that it was a struggle to think of weaknesses. It was just a struggle to tell them what my weaknesses were. I'm sitting here trying to get you to hire me and you want me to say unflattering things about myself. One time I told them... I forget what the other two things were, but then I, the last one, I was like sitting there and I was pausing and I'm like, you know, I am really bad at soccer. And they laughed. And guess what? I got the job. Here's the thing though, you guys, I know exactly what my biggest weakness is, but I never told them it in a job interview ever. But I'm going to tell you here. I'm going to tell you right now. It is being on time. It is so hard. And I try. I try to be on time. And a lot of times I've gotten a lot better. I have at being on time to things. But I don't know if it's just something in my brain is not computing of how long it's actually going to take me to get ready to go and then to get there. I saw this meme that was like, uh, there are two types of people, those who are always 10 minutes early and those who think it only takes 10 minutes to get anywhere and they marry each other. I don't think there has ever been a more accurate description of our marriage. (laughs) Once upon a time, this was back in the very, very early days of marriage, um, we would be getting ready to go to church and it would, I, it doesn't even take 10 minutes for us to get to our church, but I was always just late. Okay. It took me a bit to get out there and Darren, bless his heart. Like I said, this was in the early stages, early stages of our marriage. He would be all ready to go to be there 10 minutes early. Growing up, they were always 10 minutes early for church. He and his brothers always sat in this perfect little line on their little pew. At least that's how his mom told it. And so Darren was always ready to go with plenty of time. And he would just stand there at the door waiting for me. And one day I just lost it. I did. I'm going to I'm going to tell myself that I was on fertility drugs and that's why I all of a sudden went crazy and it wasn't just because, you know, I well, here we go. It was either fertility drugs or birth control. Both things that make you crazy. Am I right? I'm right. So, we're going to blame one of those things and not just me being a nut job. But I forget exactly what I said to him, but I was like, "Do you really need to just stand there judging me?" I'm doing all of these things. I'm taking care of Riley. I'm doing this and this and this. You could help. And I, yeah, like it just, it it wasn't a, it wasn't a pretty moment for me. And I know in retrospect, there was a better way to handle that, but he doesn't stand there at the door waiting for me anymore. (laughs) And he very well could have still spent the next few years, especially before we had kids waiting for me, but he would not do it standing at the door. So thank you, babe. Love you. Uh, anyway, just, it's just always something that I have struggled with getting better, 
but it it is stressful. And I don't have the answer for you of how to fix that because I obviously am not good at this. Actually, I told a friend that um, I was that punctuality was a struggle for me, and she was like, "That actually surprises me about you," which I think I'm I'm gonna take it as a compliment. I'm sure it was intended as a compliment. But I'm trying to sort through that in my head of like, what makes me seem like I'm a punctual person and how do I harness those things and actually make it reality? Anyway, I'm a work in progress. So I don't have the answer to how to be on time for things, but I have had a light bulb moment of how I think about punctuality, especially when it comes to getting kids out the door, because getting myself out the door, I can, I can do that. I can be on time if it's just me. We're going to say 80% of the time if it's just me, but you throw a bunch of kids in the mix and those are just, it's like ballet, for example, it's like herding cats. And they don't have a concept of time and of how long a minute is and of how long it takes to get into the car. And it's just, it's, it's an unpredictable variable. And so I can't control that. I'm like, okay, well, here's a different way of, of thinking about it. And I'm going to give you some examples. So when you're getting ready to go out the door, you're stressing. I was told, pause for a second. And ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen if I'm late? And then, is it worth the stress? Let me illustrate. For example, getting my kids out the door to their ballet recital, not just rehearsals, but recital, was stressful. Okay, they had to have their hair done a certain way. They had to have their makeup done just so. And have you ever tried to put eyeliner on a three-year-old? I don't think that there's a way to do it without it getting all all over at least two or three different parts of their face. It could be their chin. I don't know how they're getting eyeliner on their chin when I put it on their eyelid, but it happens. So just let it go. Anyway, that they have their costume, which had four or five different pieces. And it was just a very, it was very hectic. And so there was a moment that I took to myself and I was like, okay, I'm trying to get them there on time. What is the worst thing that can happen if they're late? The worst thing that could happen is we get them there late, they miss their dance, and this was all for naught. Is that worth the stress of getting them there on time? And I'm going to tell you that the answer was yes. (laughs) It was worth the stress. And so that's what got me through. But... I also had another experience a couple weeks ago where they were going, we were trying to get to a play date and it's a standing play date. We have it every Wednesday. We rotate houses. It's actually a great system. Highly recommend it for your mental health and emotional sanity. Anyway, and I was, I had a lot of stuff I wanted to get done while they were at this play date. And so I was rushing. I was trying to get them out the door and potty checks and I make them go we call it potty check before we leave the house they all have to at least try to go to the bathroom they have to sit there and usually if they even just sit there for a couple seconds it produces the result that I'm wanting so that we aren't stopping or trying to find a toilet you know 15 20 minutes later so 
I was trying to get all of this stuff done and I was like, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And I stopped to myself and I was like, you know what? What is the worst thing that can happen if we are late to this play date? I was like, well, the worst thing that could happen is we are late to the play date and they don't get to play as long. I don't get as much time to myself. Then I was like, is that worth the stress of what I'm doing right now? And I was like, no, no, it's not. I am trying to get them out the door so they can go play with their friends. I can still, there are things that I can still get done around the house while they are here. So I was like, okay, kids, your play date has started. Uh, the play date is not stopping because you are not there. It They are playing right now. When you guys have your shoes on and you have gone to the bathroom, let me know and we will go get in the car. And I went about my business. And you want to know what happened? We were about 20 minutes late to that play date. And that was fine. I got a couple of things done and my kids realized, at least, at least my five-year-old did. I don't think, I think my three-year-old still had to be prodded along by my five-year-old. So she's, at least one of them's learning. One of them's getting it. Of, you know, you have to do, you have to take care of what I asked you to, to be able to get out of the house and go to your thing to go have fun. This is not all on mommy's shoulders. And they went, they went to their play date. They had a great time. I came home. I got a bunch of stuff done. Went back, picked them up. Less stressful that way. Now, there are some things like, like I said, the dance recital where it is worth the stress. Or if you're trying to get to the airport, worst thing that can happen, you are going to miss your flight and then you have the headache of rescheduling and or not getting your money, but like there's a slew of things that could happen if you miss your flight. So in that circumstance, is it worth the stress to get to the airport on time? Yes. To me. To me. If somebody else books your travel for you, awesome. Good on you. It's worth it to me to get there on time. Um, <laughs> This is a big one. And we kind of already talked about this, but uh, church. This is something that I, I had to, I had to put through the old ringer for a little bit because I grew up, we were often late for church, but we were always trying to be on time for church. And now, again, we have lots of variables, not as many as I had when I was younger. I'm I'm the oldest of nine. So getting our family to church was a whole different ballpark, I'm sure, than getting my family of three kids to church. I digress. So three kids, lots of variables, right? In in those three, trying to get out the door to go to church. And I had to stop and I, I thought about it. I was like, hey, what's the worst thing that could happen if we don't make it to church on time? And I was like, well, we don't make it to church in time. We have to, like, it's it's disrespectful. And that's what my brain kept coming back to was like, well, it's it's disrespectful. It's disruptive to the meeting to walk in late and stuff like that. And I was like, well, disrespectful to who? And I'm going to get a little churchy here for a second, but disrespectful to... Uh, if you're sitting in the back, is it disrespectful to the people around you? No, that's why you sit in the back. Is it disrespectful to God who that's who you're going to worship anyway? And my answer to that was no. 
because of anybody, God knows the thoughts and intentions of our heart, which means he knows that we are really, really, really trying to get our kids to church on time and that we are just going crazy trying to make that happen. He knows he of all people gets it. And if you're late to church, I really believe in my heart of hearts that God is not going to judge you for that because he knows you're trying and that's all we can do. So to sum up, punctuality, not my strong suit. I'm working on it. In the cases where it is super stressful to try to be punctual, you ask yourself two things. One, what's the worst thing that can happen if I'm late? Two, is it worth the stress to make sure that that consequence does not happen? Just food for thought. Maybe trade on. See what you think. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a life coach. It's just something that came to my brain and worked for me in at least one, two, three, three instances. <laughs> anyway, that is all I have for you. I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you very, very soon. Oh, and <laughs> don't forget to rate and review again. Still feel real dumb saying that, but maybe, maybe I'll get over that. Maybe I won't. And maybe I'll just keep saying it. Okay. All right, guys, you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.